Hello everyone, welcome to Sana I.E. I'm your host XO, I hope y'all been having a great week, it's Friday, I'm here today and I have a guest for y'all, my guest is a doctor in occupational therapy and an advocate for mental health and just an advocate for serving people and bringing, people, bringing value to people's lives, so I had to get on the show, pick a brain, she's also an entrepreneur, she's starting a, her business herself. So I have her on, on the show talking about that, as well as herself, her start, her journey, advice that she has for people, for us, and just like what motivated her and keep, kept her inspired on that. But first, I'm going to hit y'all with the quotes of the day. My first quote is, don't forget to tell yourself positive things daily. You must love yourself internally to glow externally. It's all about self-care. You always got to tell yourself the mental, your, the, the get to your head and tell yourself the positive stuff, the positive affirmations versus just letting the external get out. You must love yourself on a daily. You must tell yourself you love yourself. You must be confident in yourself. You must trust yourself, believe in yourself every time that you do anything. Don't doubt yourself or question yourself. You have to love yourself and tell yourself positive things daily. Every time... You feel like something's going bad, just still stick with the positive. Tell yourself something positive. Positivity leads to prosperity. So always stay positive in no matter what situation you're dealing with or your situation you're in. Once again, the quote is, don't forget to tell yourself positive things daily. On a daily basis, tell yourself positive things. Positive things, loving things. You must love yourself internally to glow externally. So love yourself on the inside. Treat your mind right. Treat your heart right. Treat your stomach right. Treat your body right. Your body is your temple. Your body is your kingdom. So treat it right so you can glow externally and people will see that. My next quote is, a strong relationship requires choosing to love each other even in those moments when you struggle to like each other. That's facts. Because in a relationship, y'all know, it'll start off all dandy, loving, uh, lovey-dovey in the beginning. But there will be those times where you'll be uh, tested, where the relationship will be tested, where y'all will be at each other's neck. And you really just got to figure out, not figure out, but still love each other and be there for each other through the hard times, through the rough times, through the thick and thin. Because everybody goes through that in relationships. But that really tests your relationship. Are you going to stand with withstand the, the, the storm or are you going to get flooded out? So that's what it really comes down to. So trusting each other and loving each other no matter what. There are always going to be ups and downs, the hard times. There'll be times, question times. So y'all just really have to trust each other and have a strong relationship and love each other and know that we're going yeah, to be at each other's next, but we're going to get through this. This too shall pass. So that's what you have to stick with. Once again, the quote is, a strong relationship requires choosing to love each other even in the loose moments when you struggle to like each other. Man, and that's, that's true. So I hope those brought value to you. But let me get on with my guest for today. My guest is a licensed doctor of occupational therapy from Montana, California. She earned her master's of science in occupational therapy from West Coast University and began her occupational therapy career in adult physical rehabilitation. She quickly re-identified her passion for mental health and wellness. I love that. Then she went on 
to pursue and complete her post-professional clinical doctorate from the University of Southern California. While studying at USC, Ms. Brown, or Dr. Brown, doctoral studies focused on addressing individuals' quality of life through delivering evidence-based evolution and treatment to two different populations, young adults transitioning into college and adults who were formerly homeless transitioning back into the community. Despite the two populations differing drastically, Dr. Brown focused on empowering individuals to enhance their quality of life through facilitating lifestyle modifications using evidence-based strategies and interventions. Additionally, while at USC, Dr. Brown co-founded and was president of the first student-run diversity and inclusion organization with the Occupational Therapy Department and continued her advocacy, advocacy efforts by pressing, presenting strategies to increase diversity and inclusion in academic programs at the national level. Dr. Brown is an assistant professor teaching master's and doctoral level students in clinical practices in community-based mental health. Working with women transitioning out of homelessness, Dr. Brown is also the founder of Brown's Wellness Collective, a wellness company focused on empowering transitioning adults to live their life to the fullest through lifestyle modification. Dr. Brown enjoys spending her leisure time on self-care, hiking, spending time with family and friends, and traveling the world. So without further ado, help me introduce Dr. Zipporah Brown. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I'm glad I got you on. Yeah, this is this is really cool. It's an honor. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time out your day to uh, come on the show. Sanai got you on. I'm like, man, it's been a long time coming. I've been trying to get you on. It seems like for months now. Yeah, it's been a minute. So I'm glad you like for real on the show today. And I did want to get you on the show, interview you, pick your head and see what you think about what everything that's going on as well as everything in your field too. But first off, let me start off. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well trying to stay cool. It's really feeling like a sauna out here. Man, Arizona kicked the state weather. It's no joke. Goodness. I'm over here sweating as I'm speaking. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but man, how's the fam doing? Everybody is doing good. We're just... um you know, adjusting to this new norm. Yeah, most definitely. Holding it down. How's it been, how's like COVID been for you ever since like from the start to now? Like, have you adjusted to it? Or are you still adjusting to it? Oh, it has been, it's been a roller coaster, right? Because I think initially we didn't know what it was, like what it was going to look like. And so then it was like, okay, cool. We're going to be at home. And then it was like, get me out this house. <laughs> And now it's like, okay, let's adapt and figure it out. Like, that's what we do. Like, that's what people do. We we figure out how to adapt and then navigate it. That's facts. Definitely, you know, be, it's been sad seeing people lose their lives and lose family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's definitely forced me to sit down with myself and be mindful, you know, of my perspective and everything. Same here, being mindful and being just grateful of everything that you have, especially, like you said, like everybody's just dealing with a whole lot with COVID. But we're as humans, we're we've built to adjust to certain situations, to global pandemics, and we'll get through it day by day as long as everybody plays their part and do their, do their part. 
Right. Do you right. Have, uh, what do you have any advice for anybody that's like in dealing with COVID right now? Say, like you said, the family loss or a job loss or just any type of loss or just any going through anything of that nature. Well, first of all, my condolences, you know, to anybody that has had a loss. Um, I think really just taking time, taking time and not feeling like you have to just you know, keep moving and going to the next thing, just really sitting with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause that it, it's a traumatic experience. This is, you know, for everyone, it's going to be something that goes down in history, but for those that have lost family, even more traumatic. Yeah. And I just really think taking time to peel back the layers and really going through the grief, whether that is, you know, crying at the top of your lungs or, you know, you're happy one day, sad the next, just really taking time to sit with, you know, your emotions and your feelings and, and, and not ignore them. Mm-hmm. And that's real. I like that advice. I appreciate that too. Like really sitting in and embracing what you're going through, even though like bad times and hard times, just embrace everything and just get a whole clear perspective on what's yeah. going on and how to move forward with yourself, and with your family and with your community. Mm-hmm. So I feel you on that. What do you feel like you've learned through, through this about yourself? Oh, number one, life is not promised. I think we always knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, seeing this is like time Time is of the essence. And I I feel like for myself personally, sometimes I had that I'll do it tomorrow oh, attitude or mindset. And it's like, no, the time is now. Um, and we're, we're specifically, you know, black people, we are we are resilient, black and brown people. And I just feel like, you know, complaining about our certain situation or what we have going on is not going to change it. And I don't know. I've just been trying to find the silver lining in it. Like, you know, working from home, that's giving me some time back for my commute. So, you know, saving money because certain things aren't open, realizing that a lot of things are not a necessity. Um, And just it's been it's been it's been a breath of fresh air really seeing um racial injustice highlighted like it was always there right but yeah. like now i feel like it has allowed us to be unapologetic like, no <laughs> Facts. More, you know what i'm saying like no more shutting us up you you see it yeah so when you think i'm angry like you you see it you you know what time it is this is this is where this strength comes from so and that's real too especially during this time and everything like this um i really like that Ooh, that that stuck with me i like that for real like i said we can be un- unapologetic unapologetic now and then they see everything that's been going it's been going on for like centuries but they really see now that everybody's got everything on video it seems like it's happening every other day now that you're seeing right. uh something going on with uh police police brutality or some racial injustice so man and we still fighting for brianna taylor so Man, what are your thoughts on? I want to ask your thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on that? Um, the whole Breonna Taylor case, where do I begin? I just, it's, it, you know, they have made a day for her, they've made a documentary about her, they've put different laws in place about her, but like her murderers are still free mm-hmm. at the very end of the day. And I think they said something like they offered her ex boyfriend a deal to say she was a part of it, and it's like you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. What's up? It just really highlights that nobody's going to be for us but us. And that's real. I'm like, and I'm key wondering too, because I know 
the I believe it's the governor out there that is an African American male who can do something about the whole situation. Not doing anything. Yeah. Just like sitting back and just watching all the unrest uh happen. And this yeah. should have been like she should have been uh her murderer should have been arrested, prosecuted and all that. Right. But, Right. It's it's an ongoing fight for all of us. So man, it's just it's a lot. <laughs> um, it's heavy. Yeah, it is. I'm like, it's all that's a whole nother field we can dive into. And I'm like right. might have to bring you back on to talk about just that alone in itself. Man. So but I know you're awkward. Um explain a little more about your profession uh for my listeners. I gave you the introduction, the bio. But I want you to like um, explain what you do. Okay, um, so occupational therapy is a healthcare profession, and it is geared towards helping people to engage in meaningful whatever is meaningful to them. So, despite injury, illness, or disability, it is helping people to overcome their boundaries. So, whether it are their barriers, I'm sorry. So, whether it is like a physical disability, somebody maybe had a stroke and so one side of their body is not functioning mm-hmm. and occupational therapists might help them to adapt to do things in a different manner and still be successful. Or if it is like mental health dysfunction, a client is experiencing stress or anxiety, which is causing them to be debilitated. An yeah. occupational therapist might work with them on different strategies to overcome that, to, be, to still be able to engage in, in everyday life. So, yeah, in a nutshell, we help people live their best lives. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> no, I salute you. I respect you for taking the steps and going through with that uh, career. It's like you okay. said, people that they need, the people that have had any occupation, occupational injury or something like that, you're there to help them and assist them. And like you said, live their best life and uplift them. Because I know them, them going through it. And when it first happens, they like, man what where can I what's why me and all they question themselves yes. and really like why me why is this happening to me instead of like what is this trying to teach me or they can grow from it and learn from it and build from it it's like it's just a minor setback for a major comeback for them so mm-hmm. but I know I know how it is though in the time in the moment you're like we it all happens to all of us in the moment when something bad happens we're like damn what like we question ourselves like why me uh, and then over time throughout the time as we look back on it we like damn that was really a test that turned into a testimony for me Mm-hmm. So, absolutely I love it I love it what is like your most memorable moment about your job that happened with your job Ooh, mm-hmm. most memorable mo- memorable moment that happened with my job I guess starting like early in my career getting my doctorate so for occupational therapy um, it only requires a master's to practice mm-hmm. um, but I decided to go back for my doctorate for a few reasons. I'm first generation um, higher education. So it was huge for my family. Shout out to you. Yes. Thank you. Um, And then also, you know, there are not many people that look like us in healthcare professions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, studies show that people, people in the healthcare professions are more likely to go back and serve the communities they're from. So if there's not many um, black and brown people in healthcare, then that means that there are a lot of communities, marginalized populations that are not getting the, the care that they need. They're underserved. Mm-hmm. And so um, definitely most memorable moment thus far is going back and getting my doctorate. Um, and I guess 
something that I have cooking up right now is I started a company recently. Okay. And um, that's been huge. It hasn't it hasn't really gotten off the ground. I'm in the beginning stages, the research stages now. Mm-hmm. So I would say biggest thus far is just getting my doctorate, just doing it. Dang, I like that. And I'll, I'll salute you on that too, because I know that's a big, like a big accomplishment. And it takes like a lot of focus and dedication to get the doctorate. Because I know there's times you probably getting tested yourself, or you felt like, man, I'm like, when, when can this, when will this be over? And just yes. <laughs> so, like, my next two questions for that is like, what did it take, and what kept you focused throughout mm-hmm. the long run? Oh, it took a lot. Like, <laughs> I feel like I was in school my whole life. I'm like, okay, when is it over now? Man. Um, but okay, so I'm a junior college product. I'm very proud of that. I graduated from Chafee. Um, and you know, so I, I knew I wanted to help people. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be an occupational therapist or a physical therapist. Mm. Um and so, you know, I kind of had that in my mind when I went to junior college. I wanted to play basketball still, which is why I went that route. Transferred to a four-year. Um, and I got my degree in kinesiology. But for occupational therapy, there are certain prerequisite courses that my undergrad didn't cover. Okay. So I did the prereqs. But while I was doing the prereqs, I was working at a call center. And I kind of got off track because you know how you get your first real job, you start making money. Yeah. (laughs) And so I got comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. But then I started seeing the people that were working there and they just seemed miserable, like miserable. And I was like, dang, this can't be me in 20 years. Like you knew what you wanted to do. Like you you know what what it is you want to do. So I started taking the prereqs again um did the there you, you're required to do a certain amount of volunteer hours and get letters of recommendation um i got into a master's program which was two years um and then i set for my license exam okay and then following that um i applied for the doctorate program and with the doctorate program you have to have a residency where you actually practice basically whatever the practice area that you're focused in. So for me, it was community-based mental health. Okay. And at the end of the program, you have to basically write a portfolio um, similar to a dissertation and then present on your research. So it took about in total um, after my undergrad, about four years. Mm. But in hindsight, it kind of went by fast because, you know, when you're in something, you kind of just chipping away at it. And before you know it, you know, you're there, but yeah, definitely along the way, I'm like, man, when is this going to be over? I'm the only person that looks like me in my classes. <laughs> so then I'm feeling kind of like, you discouraged know, discouraged in a way. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discouraged, like nobody gets me. Um, but that's the beauty in it. So in terms of what kept me focused, um, I think I always knew that it was bigger than me, like in terms of being first generation higher education, knowing that our communities are less likely to get quality health care. Um, I definitely experienced some stress and anxiety, which is what led me to starting the company that I started. Okay. Um, but you know, it was it's it's always been for the people, right? Like it's it's always been for my family, wanting to leave a legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the population that I work with mainly is college students and people who are experiencing chronic chronic homelessness, and a lot of the homeless population are brown and black people. So it's like. That's I just crazy. To be able to, yeah, because we're we're a lower percentage of the population, like in America, but a higher percentage homeless. Wow. And so it's like 
I just want to be able to inspire and empower others. Like as cliche as it sounds, I'm like, who did I need when I was younger? Like, who did I want to see in these positions? Like, we need more of that. And I, I feel you too. And I, I believe we do need more of that. More um, brown and uh, black skin uh, people in the healthcare profession versus just always seeing the Caucasian males. Like you said, it'll give people patience that incentive to come back because, like, oh. You're just like me. You have the same skin as me. So it's like gives you the incentive to come back and trust you versus the trust. X, the trust. It's the trust factor that really builds and happens over time. And you just I, I feel like you just generally care more when it's your community, it's your people. You care, yeah. you show them the right thing, the right steps to take care of themselves and help themselves versus just looking, being there, just getting a check from the patients or doing a 15 minute checkup and sending them on their way. It's like it's deeper right. than that. Right. Right. So, I know I'm glad you stayed focused and everything. Like I said, like you said, getting that first job, making that real good money, you get complacent and you're like, man, ah, I'm making good money. But then you see the people around you, your peers, you're like, I'm making good money, but is is it costing me my happiness? Right. So, I know what you mean, but I like yeah. that. I'm like I said, I'm glad you stay focused on it. And I know we're gonna get as we get deeper into the show, we will talk about and discuss your business because I like what you did, how you started it, and this season on the podcast is more about I'm talking about entrepreneurship and that you covering the bases right now. as well as sure. Hmm. So what are, how's your weekend been? Um it has been warm, but it's been good. Um I'm in this actually before we got on the line, I was making a, a vision board for this last quarter of the year, like just really setting my intentions and, and manifesting the things that I want. So my week has been good. A lot of learning, um, trying to stay cool for sure. But yeah, just really doing research and trying to, trying to do my thing. I feel that. What, what is your, uh, what do you plan on putting on your vision board? Oh man, I, um, I put a lot of things, but the main things that, are the themes I should say were just having confidence, um, being open to prosperity, really like the time is now. Got you. Just just a lot of things with the focus of like being able to do it. I feel like, and I don't even know where this rooted from or started, but um, when I was younger, I was uh, I was always like. I don't want I don't know if it would be if I would say embarrassed or insecure or just didn't believe in myself. But people would often tell me like, oh, wow, you do this good or you do that good. But I didn't I didn't believe it for myself, Mm -hmm. you know. And so really just getting in touch with, you know, who I am and my abilities, like giving myself more credit, you know, because I think I, I confused being humble with like being insecure. Like I'm thinking I'm trying to be humble and not like hype myself up but it's like no you put in the work like it's you yeah that's fact you know, it's, it's up so no i feel you on that like you get growing out of your show in a way like being told humble into yourself and you think like being an introvert in a way but at the end of the day it's like you gotta let them know you gotta be unapologetic and just know that you're gifted and talented and god created you to be special you're a special talent a special gift to to the world and holding it in and keeping it to yourself is like not gonna help you advance like you have now like you say you got to start now with anything you're doing so you have that confidence in yourself to do what you need to do on your journey 
Amen. Especially as and uplifting um, your, I want I want to say patients that you'll be working with, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the right words. I know you're gonna be working with they're gonna be more than patients to you. We're working with I want to just say community, working with the community and uplifting and building the community. Like you said, some people are transitioning back into their community from homelessness and they don't know how to adjust and they need the proper uh, guidance to help them with that. So yeah, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. What do you feel like, I know you say your doctor is your biggest accomplishment outside of that. What do you feel like your biggest ac- accomplishment is and what is you feel like your biggest failure was? Mm. Biggest accomplishment and biggest failure. So I would say, I don't even think I've had my biggest accomplishment yet. Okay. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. Definitely thus far getting my doctorate, but like, I really, really feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's really how it feels for me. No lie. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, getting my doctorate and showing others that it was possible, that it is possible I'm just a regular person from Fontana, California. <laughs> you feel me? Shout out to the IE. Yeah, shout out to the IE, product of the IE proudly. You know, and just, yeah, I, I think it's huge for me too because like, you know, starting in junior college, there's always like this stigma like, oh, you went to a junior college? Yeah. But it's like, anything is possible, one. And two, like, everybody's journey is different. Like, let's stop thinking you have to go to an Ivy League right out of high school mm-hmm. to be able to be something. And, and like, let's stop thinking that higher education is the only way to do it. Yeah, We need more podcasters. We need more um, artists. We need more. We need, we need it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need every profession or, you know, venture to have somebody that looks like us or somebody that we can connect with in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think I've, I don't even think I've had my biggest accomplishment yet. Okay. But if I had to say something, yeah, I would say getting my doctorate for sure. Got you. Um, but in terms of failure, we kind of started to touch on it. I don't think any one isolated event. Mm. Um, but I think like in thinking back, not speaking my truth, like due to fear of judgment or not taking chances. You know that I played basketball back in the day, and I was cool. I was good. You know, I got a scholarship, but I feel like, you know, I could have been even more successful if I wasn't worried about messing up or what people would think if I did something wrong. Like, I definitely put in the hours in the gym, but then it would come game time, and I would be all in my head. Mm, that's so, tough. Yeah, like, if I think failure, I think just failing to failing to realize that I it was, always, it was, it was in me. Like, mm-hmm. I was my biggest critic for like for real yeah and it's true what they say we are our, our own worst enemy because our mind we start doubting ourselves and not having that confidence in ourselves and you were just like man like that like you said going out you putting the work in in the gym putting the work in behind the scenes but when you get out there in the crowd you're like damn do i got it and it's like right. it's, it's questioning yourself and you can't do that what do you feel like that came from where you didn't have that self that confidence in yourself where like you said, you've been hooping all your life. Um, you do all this stuff behind the scenes, but when you get in front of people, you got that judgment where you're like, I don't want them to judge me if I miss a shot or if I turn over, if I make the wrong play. What do you feel like that comes from? I, You know, as a kid, you don't really even care. Like, kids are so just free, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And I don't, I, I mean, I guess at some point growing up, I lost that. At some point growing up, 
I don't know if it's just a part of like being in school and peer pressure or, you know, you start realizing that your thoughts or opinions are not the only thing. And then I have an older sister who also played basketball. So I think being compared, um, you know, just things like that. I think I just allowed it to take over um, all the things that I was doing, the work that I was putting in. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I still was, you know, I got a scholarship. I played basketball. I was successful, but I wasn't fulfilled. Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't fully present. I got you. It was like you were just kind of coasting through and whatnot. Like I was always in like, um, so in our, this is like a little side note, but like we have the stress response in our, in our body. Right. Yeah. And so if we, we are, if our body perceives our brain perceives that we're in a, um, in danger, automatically we will be able to fight, fly, like run or freeze. And I think that I was just constantly in a state of stress when there mm. wasn't an actual stressful experience. And so it will cause me to freeze up. Damn. But I didn't know that that was what it was. And so then fast forward in life, that's what I end up going to school to study. That's so funny. everything is just connected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I like it though. Yeah. Like like the flight or flight response within you. You say you was like stressing. So it basically gets you free, freezing up because you were stressing on you like overthink the situation and what than what it was. And then when the situation yes. finally came, you're like, oh shoot, it's finally here. And it's like, uh, it gives you more like free, freezing up time. So I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like inspires you? Oh man. What inspires me is like the fact that the sky is just the beginning. And the universe is the limit. Like anything is possible. Seeing other people take risks, you know, go after their wildest, wildest dreams and accomplish them. Um, Affirmations, vision boards, like you starting a podcast is inspiring. Like, thank you. You know, the service, yeah, the the form in which we're um, like recording this podcast. Somebody had to create that for us to be able to be on this platform. Like, that's inspiring. Yeah. I respect that, for real. And that is all inspiring, too. Like, I love people seeing, chasing their dreams and just going after what they feel like they want to accomplish instead of just like, oh, man, I can't do it. It's like, yeah, you can do it. Start now. Give yourself that self-confidence and believe in yourself because you can always do what you want if you just believe in yourself and put that time in and put your mind in and just focus on what you want to do. Maybe it starts with you said, like a vision board or I got, I just started, I don't know if they, this is out, but I call it my affirmation board where I got different sayings on the wall and I'm looking yes. at it right now. It's like, I got one that says I'm constantly evolving. I got another one that says, I'm not giving up. And then another one that says struggles are a gift. So if you're struggling right now, it's a gift in in the sky. So. Yes. Yes. The power of the mind, man. I, I, I don't think people realize how powerful our minds are. Yeah. And, you know, whether, if we think things are going to go bad, they're going to go they bad. Will. Like when we, when we, when we think things are going to go good, they always find a way of working themselves out. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's facts. And don't speak that negative energy into existence because mm-hmm. that that will make it ten times ten times more powerful to come true when you yes. speak the negative into existence. So 
listening right now, you said anything negative, you reflecting back like, oh man, I said this and that ended up happening. It was bad. So any yeah. negative thought, don't speak it on existence or don't speak it on to anybody else or don't even jokingly joke about yourself because your brain doesn't know the difference. Yes, that right there. So I like that, man. I'm like, oh, I'm loving this show. I'm glad I got you on. <laughs> For real. I'm like, I don't know where to go from now. I'm like, oh, should I stop? Should I go back? Let me see. Let me see. Um, what do you see yourself in five years? Oh, I was reflecting on this. I was reflecting on this when you asked that. Um, definitely fully living in God's purpose. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm on my way to that. Um, but straight up, a full-time entrepreneur. Like, straight up full-time entrepreneur um i see brown's wellness connect collective thriving um i hope to be empowering hundreds of people to make lifestyle changes that propels their life um it's it's up i just it it just i feel like it's going to be very very lit so currently you know i'm a professor and I do that full time as well as teaching our treating clients in the community. But in five years, potentially I'll still be teaching like part time, but full time entrepreneur, speaking engagements, workshops, um, just really empowering our community to take chances. Man. Yeah. And I'll be there supporting you, no doubt. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> remember we talked about this? <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing this back up. I'm like, yep, she's so, spoken to existence. Look, you can do yeah. it too. So yes. I feel that too. So in five years, you got a full-time entrepreneur, part-time professor, just really working, helping people, changing people's lives, motivating people. And I really see that for you and it will happen. Thank I'm, you. I'm, Thank glad, you. I'm glad you're taking the steps now. Like you said, I want to start a business and your business will be thriving, like you said. So it's just all about taking them steps, like stepping into your purpose. Do you feel like what you're doing right now is your purpose? Or you feel like, hmm, Maybe five years down the line, maybe I'll be in a different country doing something way different or I'm headed in my purpose. I know this is my exact purpose of what I'm doing. That's a really good question. Um, So what I truly feel like my purpose is, is helping people. Like I've Mm -hmm. always been passionate about that. I've always found great joy in that. Um, But I don't want to just help people. I want to empower people. And Mm. so, you know, I'm doing that by way of occupational therapy, but I I truly feel no matter what profession I would have gone into, my, my goal would have been to, to help or, and empower people to, to thrive. Like growing up, I've always seen that's, that's what I've seen around me. Like my parents, um, my younger brother was diagnosed with autism as a young kid. And so seeing my mom advocate for him and then help other parents advocate for their kids, you know, seeing my dad, actually him and my brother this morning went and handed out food to the homeless population in San Bernardino, like just giving back. And I feel like we've always been blessed as a family because we, we are always seeking to serve others. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, in five years, you know, no matter what country I'm in, um, state, city, I feel like I'll definitely be giving back. And I, I feel like I'm going to be blessed on a large, large scale because you got to have money to really help on a, you know, on a global, I'm trying to touch community. It's like real yeah. talk. So I feel you. So yeah, you know your purpose. Your purpose is giving back, helping people and guiding people, uplifting people, bringing value to people's lives. So I respect that. And 
I, I kind of knew that as your purpose as I was reading about you learning a little stuff. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, like you said, your purpose has always been helping people. And I like that your pops and brother uh, woke up this morning and went went to give back. So we all need people like that to give willing to give back and more people that give than take and receive because everybody wants to take and receive, but nobody wants to give every now and then. So it's all about giving to and helping out your community, helping out everyone around you, not just yourself. For sure. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna break it down. I know we got real deep, real quick. I just wanna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just transfer to a few of your top five. Um, just top five out of five questions. Top five answers that you got. Um, my first one is: What are your top five books to read that you think people should read? Ooh, top five books. Okay, I love reading too. Let me pull my book list up real quick. <laughs> I like top that. five books. Yes, because there's so many, but I'm trying to think about the ones that really, really do it for me. Um, top five books, The Power of Now is one. There's no no certain order, but The Power of Now okay. by Eckhart Tolle, T-O-L-L-E. Um, just really focusing on being in the present. Um, something that's really helped me professionally is a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've read I've heard about it, but I haven't. Haven't read it. Yeah, that that's a that's a that one really helped me in terms of communication. Okay. Um, is this a cussing podcast? Yeah, it's all raw, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. There's then the third book is Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. Okay, unfuck yourself. Got you. Mm-hmm. I'm writing these books down, so give me a second. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so I got those. And then um, the sub the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. I've heard him on a podcast a few while ago. I got to shoot you that one. Him talking about the book. Yeah, send that to me. And then one that's helped me at like as in the last few months is by Charlemagne the God mm-hmm. called Shook One. Shook One. I don't even know he yeah, dropped the book. He really speaks about like his experience with anxiety and getting help about it, getting okay. help with it. Okay, I'm gonna have to check those out for sure. For sure, you put me on to like I've heard of the uh, subtitle are not giving a fuck and how to win and influence friends. So I've heard of those. So the other three I'm gonna have to check out for sure. I'm gonna check out all five and let y'all know. I'm gonna have to read yeah. them within these uh, next few months. What are your top five affirmations mm. that get you through the day? Like I, I say these five affirmations always to myself just to give myself that confidence get me through that day to push me through something yeah okay um there's one that i say to my i it's it's a kind of long but i memorized and i i try to say it every day but i definitely say it when i'm going through a moment so it's a little long you ready yeah okay my life is great my life is great. great everything is happening for me all of the things that I am currently experiencing are only taking me to the next level of my life. I am growing. I am getting better. I choose to believe in sudden miracles and unexpected blessings. Damn, I love that. Yes, that's an everyday one for me. <laughs> that's, that's long. I think that covers the top five. Yes. There's so many yes. affirmations within that. So I like that. I'm going to have to have you text that over to me. For sure. For sure, because I'm going to be saying that myself. Um, top five movies. Ooh, I don't know if I have five. <laughs> I know, I that's have what I got to do. Let me okay. See. Let me see. 
So top three for sure is uh, paid in full. Respect it. Set it off. The Hangover. <laughs> hangover is hilarious. That's that my shit. movie I could watch probably every day. For sure, for sure. Yeah, those top three. I don't have five. All right, all right. What about top five foods? Mm, ice cream. What was from where though? Thrifties, period. Okay, got yep. you. <laughs> Keep it OG. I like it. Yes, thrifties ice cream, um, pineapples, Thai food, Mexican food, and definitely soul food. Got to, gotta have that, have that on there for sure. Mm-hmm. You uh, you put pineapples on your pizza. Yes, I like okay. grilled pineapples, raw pineapples, pineapples in hot water. Yeah. Yeah, I got you for sure. Just checking. Top five travel destinations. That I've been to or that I want to go to? That you want to go to. That I want to go to. I want to go to the floating islands in Peru. Never heard of that. That sounds yes. dope. Got to look at look into it. Um, Singapore. I want to see what the Afro beats in Brazil is hitting for. For sure. Thailand. And I want to go back to Africa. I don't know what country, mm-hmm. um, but somewhere back in Africa. I visited Nigeria and South Africa, but I, I, I would love to touch every country. Yeah. Yep. I'm the same way. How was your experience out there when you went? Oh, man, it was unique. So South Africa is a little bit more um, like the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nigeria was just, it was rich in culture, um, but it is a poor country. So just seeing that, like, you know, Africa as a continent is so rich in resources, but seeing, you know, how the people are living is just unfortunate. Yeah. But the culture is just unmatched, like, from the fact that, the clothing, the food. It was it was a beautiful experience. Well, I'm about to check it out. I've always like really wanted to go there, but I uh, know. I think how long does it take to fly out there? Oh, like a day. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm like like a day. Like twenty <laughs> hours. That's what I still gotta work on because I'm like traveling out there for a whole day. I'm like, yo, on a plane. Like, but normally you'll stop. Like so yeah, we flew for ten hours, stopped and then connected. But nonetheless, it's still it's still a day. You right. And was you like jet lag after? Um, well, I was excited, but yeah, like after a day or so being there, I was like, Oh, I'm kinda tired. <laughs> Caught up with you, huh? Yeah. So I'm about to check it out. I've never been out there, but it's on my list too. And I'm gonna have to check out the floating islands in Peru. Mm-hmm. So, so oh now I know we hit that. I wanted to discuss more about your business. What made you start it? Uh what's your inspiration behind it? And what is your goals for it? Sure. Um, so like I've kind of been, you know, alluding to or talking talking about since we've been talking, I um I've ex- I experienced stress and anxiety um before I knew that it was that, right? Mm-hmm. And um when I went into my doctorate program and my research focus was on mental health, I started to realize that I was experiencing symptoms of stress and anxiety, like the, from the physical symptoms of like chest pain, rapid breathing, um, negative thought patterns and things like that. And 
Um, I only learned about it because I was in school. But like I said, there weren't many people that looked like me in my class. And mm-hmm. um, Black people, brown people, like we come from generations of trauma, which also means generations yeah. of stress. You know, and so that's why we have the heart conditions and these different medical conditions that stress can lead to disease and dysfunction. And so I wanted to be able to um, help people to become educated and also eliminate the stigma surrounding mental health, because, you know, just like physical health, you have to go to the gym, work out, eat right to make sure that you're together. But we also have to address our mental health and not feel bad about it. Facts. And so with with lifestyle changes and just making some different modifications, whether it is, you know, having your affirmations or meditating, you know, just doing things that are healthy for your for your mind, you can thrive and, and live a, a meaningful you know, life. Mm-hmm. So that was that that's the reason behind it. I just really want to be able to educate others. Um, I know I keep speaking about brown and black people, but really everybody is just, yeah. you know. I am who I am. So that's where it came from. But goals long term is I um, I seek to treat people, you know, right now it's a, I'm a one woman show, but I hope to hire other clinicians, whether it's occupational therapists, psychologists, psychologists, social workers um, to be able to educate. I want to um, do workshops in schools. Um speak at events just really spreading knowledge as well as evidence-based strategies on ways to combat this and overcome it got you i love it i love it all i'm, I'm gonna be here helping you throughout the whole thing so whatever you need help with let me know for sure so i know how it is being that one person show and then getting off the ground but it, that's how it starts it starts with you then the team will start gravitating towards you so exactly they like oh they start seeing what you're doing they see your vision they want to start helping watch everybody's just gonna start like i said gravitating your way and want to be a part of your uh brand yeah it's gonna it's gonna all all fall in line i believe that because even like you asking about this podcast initially i was low-key nervous like what what am i gonna talk about and <laughs> i'm like see there that's why you have to do it like yeah. you have a lot to talk about yeah, you do have a lot to talk about, a lot to inspire people too, and bring um, help and and advice to people's lives. Thank you. Oh so, yeah, so don't I know you like oh what do I have to talk about a lot. I, I mean I'm the same way though. Like people ask me to interview, I'm like what do I have to talk about? I still haven't took that leap to where I'm like what am I supposed to talk about on your show? So that's what I'm trying to see right now. But I like that. Let me see. Mm. Do you have any regrets? I know I'll ask about failures earlier, but like any regrets in your life that you learned from? I know it's yeah, yeah. I I um. So I guess it kind of is connected, but you know, vision is always twenty twenty in hindsight. So <laughs> I I guess I regret um, I regret counting myself out. You know what I'm saying? I think that everything happens exactly how it's supposed to. Um, but in terms of just like, you know, kind of, I, in turn, I guess basketball is the best example, but it's just not believing that I was good enough or that I could exceed, mm-hmm. um, or excel. I feel like, I feel like, you know, those things, I just wish I would have known sooner that being yourself is lit. Like, yeah, 
I wish I would have known sooner that like being who you are is like really that's 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 it right there. Yeah, be yourself and like believe. That's what it just comes down to believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. We all have it to where we like all oh, down ourselves with anything. It's just like not having them regrets and just always trust where you're going, trust your journey. Just trust yeah. in the journey. Everybody's journey is their own. Everybody goes through their own trials and tribulations and learn from them on their own basis. So I like that though. Any advice you want to spring on to my listeners? For sure. Um, whatever that thing is that like you want to do it, but you feel like people will be like, what are you doing? Or you want to do it, but it just seems super duper impossible. Um, or whatever thought or something that's tugging at you or it keeps coming up, you try to ignore it, but like you, you keep thinking about it. Do that. Do that. Um, you know, I just say just go go for it. Like fail, you fail, okay, cool. But like, you know, God can't test our faith if we are constantly in the safe zone. So I mm-hmm. would say like stop being safe. Stop yeah. being safe. I like that. Stop being safe. Start mm-hmm. now. She said, if you fail, at least fail forward. Don't that fail part. backwards. That and be stuck in that position. So always have faith and trust and believe in yourself that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you or whatever you believe in. Yes. Just know that it's more than just, it's not just about you. It's about others and other, other people around you, inspiring them and motivating them and helping them. Because you for sure, like if you never would have started this podcast, I wouldn't have had a platform to speak. Mm-hmm. Or the other people that you've interviewed wouldn't have had a platform to speak. But you did it. You just did it. Damn, I like that. Yeah, you inspired me now. I'm about to go ask what's No, you, you inspired me. I'm like, that is so dope. We started a podcast. Like, wow. I appreciate that for real. Yeah. Man, I'm about to go start something new now. You know what I'm saying? But I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I got a few final final questions for you. Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Doing what you're doing. So, you know, you sent me the questions and I was reflecting on it when I saw that. I was like, that is so selfless. Like, for him to ask that type of question, like, that is so dope. And I just think, like, doing what you're doing, giving, giving people a platform, um, to share about who they are, what they do. Um, I, that, that to me is huge. Um, you know, tag me when you post my video. I I got you. No, 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 trust me. I got you. No, but yeah, I just think like this, having this podcast is huge. Like it is helping me. This is my first podcast and I'm doing one next week. But I probably wouldn't have agreed to do the one next week if I didn't do this one. Like, yeah. I was finally like, let me just go for it. And stuff just started falling in line. So I, this, this is huge. Man, I appreciate that. For real, I'm going to help you any way I can. I'm glad you, like I said, took the time out your day and really took that leap and stepped into this, um, I want to say you atmosphere or universe, whatever it is, yeah. just stuck in here because you're like, I'm afraid to speak. I don't have nothing to talk about, but you agree into this leads to the next podcast. Who knows? Might be a next talk show. You never know where it might lead next. People going to hear it and then they going to want to reach out to you, talk to you, pick your brain. So sure. there'll be more podcast interviews on the way. Believe yep. that. Yeah. What kind of impact on the world do you want to make? 
Wow. I um I really I don't so I don't I don't feel like higher education is the only realm or route to success. But in terms of like um, rudimentary, like elementary, middle school, like the required education, Mm -hmm. um, I want to make a huge impact there. So most educational or public educational systems are funded by the taxes. Um, And so if values of homes are low in the communities, then less most likely you know, schools are going to get less funding, which means they're going to have a lower quality of education, which keeps yeah. people in a certain um, socioeconomic status or, you know, realm. And so I want to be able to um, give back to underserved, marginalized um, communities to impact the, though our future. I want to be, I want to be able to impact our generations behind us um, to be able to get quality education so that they can change the trajectory of their family. Like, you know, it's, we always talk about historical trauma and things like that, but like our people are very resilient. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about how many ancestors had to survive for me and you to be on this podcast, man, they have to go through a lot of shit for, for us real. to be able to be talking on, you know, our technology, smartphones, recording services, like our ancestors did that for us so we're we're resilient Mm -hmm. and i just that's the impact i want to leave like we 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 are so capable i want i want every black person to know like you got this period like that's it you got this she said it um oh i want to ask you this too do you feel like um mental health should be a required class in elementary and middle school high school too yes yes like how we have pe if mm-hmm. you don't, you know, if you're not on a sports team, you got to have PE, like physical activity. We need to have mental health class, like with some sort of education surrounding, you know, the brain function, trauma. I think that teachers should be, um, infor- I think teachers should be trained to take a trauma informed care approach. Um, I like yes, that. X. We, we, we definitely need mental health in, in the schools. We don't, we, people are, we don't know what people's at home life are like, but like, it's a lot of people going through a lot of things, man, and don't know how to don't know how to solve or or cope with it. No, no, dude, hello. I I hear you. You broke up. Yeah, I was kind of breaking up with you too. Uh, can you repeat that? Um. I don't know what you didn't hear, but yes, I definitely think we should have mental health in all schools. I think that teachers should be trained to take a trauma-informed care approach. Um, I was just saying, you know, we don't people go through a lot of things, and and we have no idea. But they don't have we. There are a lot of people that don't have strategies to cope, or they're not even educated to know what it is that they're experiencing. And, you know, there's always this thing of like, boys don't cry or, you know, get up, don't act like that. And it's like that causes people to grow up and be hurt people and end up hurting people. Um, So definitely we need mental health in all the schools, just like we have PE, physical exercise. We need we need mental health courses. Facts. I've been I salute that and I commend that because that's true. I've been trying to preach that forever. And I think that'll help out a whole lot of a whole generation be a whole generational change with that yes. doing that. Yes. So. Last and final question: Where can they find you? 
They can find me on IG. Um, I have a Facebook. I'm not really active on it, but on Instagram, um, I have a professional page, Dr. Zipporah Brown. So that's D-R-Z-I-P-P-O-R-A-H-B-R-O-W-N. Look her up, follow her, support her. If you have any questions or you dealing with anything, reach out to her. You never know what she can help you with if you're going with going dealing with anything that is mental. She'll give you the right tips and as well as, well as assist you along your journey and just help you out. Definitely, definitely. Man, I know this is kind of low-key blue why I'm looking like, dang, it's already been an hour like that. <laughs> it flew, it flew. It definitely flew. Yeah, but I like I said, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, let you know when they, I drop this, but man, I love this. The show so informative. I believe it brought value to my life as well as other people that's listening to it. And I just want to say thank you again for coming I on. I appreciate it. it. It was definitely my pleasure being here. This was really nice. So, um, but like I said, I'm gonna get you back on too because I want to pick your brain about. We gonna see the whole social injustice side of it. So right now we just talk about you who you are and what you stand for and believe in for sure let's do it for sure i got you i'm gonna stay in touch all right take care all right you too all right peace man what a show i hope y'all Love the show. Hope this brought value to you. Hope you took notes on everything that she said and informed us on. Man, if you have any questions, hit her up. If you have any questions for me, hit me up. Let me know what y'all think of the show. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or even hit me up on any social media platform as such as Sanae Podcast. Or even if you do an email, email me at sanaipodcast at gmail.com. I want to hear your feedback on the show. Hope this helped you out. Hope you have a great weekend. I'll be back with y'all on Wednesday. Sana I eat.